Karate 360 coming in hot for the newest episode of all the greatest and latest karate news. We're going to bring you the K1 Series A Shanghai results. We're going to talk a little technical, tactical. And yes, we are going to stump Richard Mosdell on the karate quiz. That's I'm me. one of your hosts, Kalen Angloss. Richard Mosdell. Take us away. Karate 360, let's start the show. You will kick high and I will sweep low from local to global. It's a thing that you love. Karate. Sanokumaru. And we're back. 101. 101. Episode 101. Triple digits. Absolutely crushing it. And we finally got a poster. <laughs> That's <laughs> a it. A poster. But a poster, yeah. In the background. We've had it for a while. but It's been a while. It's been a while. Here we are. Just about at the end of the year almost. Week 50. It's crazy. So uh, next week, let's get this out of the way. Next week, yes. we will have an episode. Will that be our last one of the year? Let's we do the last one of the year next week. Okay. So we should do a little uh, like yearly recap. Sounds good. Week. So let's think about that over the next week. If there's anything you guys want us to talk about that you know we happen. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about the WKF World Champions, uh, the World Championships. We'll talk, we'll talk about everything that happened this year. We'll, All we'll, kinds we'll, of fun stuff. That's right. So we'll do that next week. That'll be our final episode of the year. Mm-hmm. Then we're off for about 10 days, I think, yep. from here. And then we'll be back in a couple of weeks after that with the next episode. So Absolutely. that's our schedule going forward, guys. And uh, thanks for, for tuning into this latest one. It's been, it's been a good year so far. 2018, a lot of things have happened. A lot of things have happened, yeah. A lot of things are going to happen. Yeah, 2019 is going to be even bigger. Off the hook. As the kids say. <laughs> exactly. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be lit, as the kids say. Lit. And we'll be you don't know, you and, don't we'll know be, and we'll be woke. <laughs> woke, yeah. <laughs> woke AF. <laughs> My brain. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what it means anymore. That's that's one of the things outside of karate that's happened yes. in 2018. There are things outside karate? Uh, a few things. Just okay. a couple things. They don't, I mean, they don't matter. Yes, but yes. Just like the things that kids say. <laughs> say mm-hmm. Those darn kids. <laughs> what they say. Like... Yeah, we can maybe talk about it on next week thing. We 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 can discuss all the all the uh, monikers that, the, that that have come up and that we hear in the karate club. Like, what are some things that we hear in the karate club that the kids say? Things that they say in the karate club. Um, I think it's still interesting, and I'm sure this happened when I was younger. Kids just blurt out like, "Okay, let's try and punch harder." I'm going to Hawaii for Christmas. <laughs> you know, like just blew in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, Fantastic. The reason we bow at the beginning of class is to think about correct. You can tell me everything you want. One thing I noticed is um, I'm moving a kicking stand, and all the kids look at me and go, wow, Richard Sensei can move a kicking stand really well. <laughs> I kind of look at them like, this is when you guys run over and grab it out of my hands like, and start moving it. Why am I doing this? Why am I, why am I moving this for your pleasure? Kids have no respect. Oh, I know. We don't make them wash the floors here. But we will in 2019. We should. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, then I'm going to have to wash it after them just to make sure it's right. That's true. You know? That's true. You just you ever had that problem work. like you wash the dishes and then whoever you're living with is like, good try. I'll redo it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, you, my friend, have a booming business. Yeah, it's going good. Of clients. I just got clients coming my way. It's 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 fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yes. Doing your own thing and, and you know, being responsible. But, you know, running your own, steering your own ship, basically. Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, before when I was working for an employer, uh, you know, strictly for an employer, it was easier to just go through your day and do mm-hmm. do the training. You know, you still obviously give great trainings, but you don't really think about it. You do that and then you just go on to the yes. next one and good. You go. Now it's like, 
when you do your own thing, it's like, okay, what's the, how can I improve this? How can I improve totally. like every little thing? It's like, how can I improve the service in this? Even a little bit thinking about other ways that you can, that you can provide more to Absolutely. this. I mean, preaching to the choir, you know, this better <laughs> than anybody, but um, yeah, it's just good to be able to, it's exciting. It's exciting to be able to Absolutely. build that and, and to be able to do that. So it's been exciting and it's been fun and I, I can't wait to, to keep it going for sure. It's awesome. When you have your own thing, you think about it a lot. I mean, people have that with their karate training. They're constantly thinking, about yeah. it yeah we have a uh, shout out to faith we've been doing lots of kata competition yes practice and yeah heard she was practicing in the mall that's what i heard you know, they went like, over to the provincial faith, don't be too embarrassed when we bring that up <laughs> you know? uh that's awesome it's like they're really really into it yeah yep. for sure I, I was just telling her, you know you you got the bug you've, mm-hmm. you've caught the bug the karate mm-hmm. bug switch has turned on yeah switch no, has turned on. and i mean the results have shown i mean she got two gold medals at the provincial championships so Congratulations to Faith. There was a very, yeah, exactly. And very good. If you did the four or five hours bef- that week before provincials and the four or five hours the week before and the four or five hours the week before that, you're going to have a good result. For sure. If yeah. you're doing one or two hours here and an hour there and one or two hours here, you're, it's not going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, yes. Part of the, our team Kenzen, you know, pre-competition uh, preparations mm-hmm. and our talks and all that kind of stuff we do talk about like what to expect and how to go in there. And, you know, we just want to go and mm-hmm. maybe get a point for some of them or some of them want to win matches. I, th- I think maybe something that can be provided more for maybe more the elite athletes mm-hmm. is getting a really specific goal. Like what exactly do you want mm-hmm. to do? Like how do you want to, do you just want to score one point? Do you want to be able to win one match? Do you want to get X amount of points? You want to score a head kick? I think that's something, and, and, and we do do that in, in a macro but, level. But we write it in their plan. But we, ha- yeah, in their planners. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think being super, and this goes for anybody co- yep. competing or, or just going for their black belt or any other belt, is really set specific goals. Like what totally. exactly are you training for? It's going to improve your training, and it's also going to help you reach that goal if you know exactly what it is and, and what the process is to get there. Totally. It's like training for a black belt test. Yeah, 100%. Like, like you know... When you use a black belt test, you you basically know what's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. You know what you're going to have to do. But by setting those specific goals and say, okay, I'm going to be able to perform whatever kata that is required um, and just be able to, to do that, it's going to help you in the process totally. of preparing. We had a huge belt test last weekend. That's right, yeah. And one of the things we noticed was you have to think you're hitting something. Yeah, when you're doing basics or kata. Yeah, or, yeah it has to look like you're actually hitting something. For sure. The last night we were training and I was trying to get people to kick me, like actually hit me. Mm. Come on, try and hit me because if you're not hitting me, you're not hitting and moving basics sure. either. Yeah, yeah. And then learning how to block and then once they could think like that critical impact moment, mm. man, so much fun. Every yeah. day. Yeah, you got to think about hitting something and not yourself. Yeah, <laughs> your, your exactly. retractions, like <laughs> some kata people do. Exactly, <laughs> but exactly. it works, I guess. So there you go. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff happening this week. More lots going events on. next year. Yeah, so uh, pretty much, actually, even the WKF calendar, I think, has has kind of wrapped up for this year. And but now heading into next 2019 announced. is is crazy. We'll talk a little bit about what's coming up later on in the show. But uh, yeah, 2019 is going to be a big year because, of course, it's all in preparation for 2020. Absolutely, We've got the new rules now, the new kata rules. Um, wearing a black belt, wearing your own black belt. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, and going back to the point based system. So yep. 
We'll, we'll break that all down as we go and we, we try it out and we'll go from there. But let's get into a little bit of our Karate Global News because one thing we have to talk about is the latest K1 Series A in Shanghai. Uh, for the very first time, mm-hmm. a Canadian athlete winning gold in international competition. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Haya Juma, big shout out. Congratulations uh, on winning a gold medal in her minus, what is it? I think she's my 61 Kumite. Mm-hmm. Um, just just a great, great showing for Haya and, and Team Canada in general. I mean, it was, it was, it was a good It was an aggressive term. competition. It was, yeah. And it's a K1. This is some major points. Yeah, minus 61 for Haya Juma winning gold medal. So congratulations to her. And, and it was fun to follow and watch along and, and see a, a Canada athlete finally win gold in an international competition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's like... It's possible. For sure, yes. It's fun to be an underdog. Mm. You know, like, having come from a place where, like, there's just world champions walking around left, right, and center. My yes. instructor was yes. one. And, yeah, yeah. You know, but to be in a country where it's like you're part of the underdog group. Yeah. Just to see if someone could pull it forward. So. Underdog, and, and definitely growing. Like, Canada's becoming a force on the international stage. and been getting improving, improving, improving. Mm-hmm. And now it's finally breaking through. It's like making a name for ourselves in, in karate, in international karate. So yes. that's good. Just like to see... Once we have like in a in one year to have several podium placements. Yeah, and it's getting there, right? It's a yeah. process. It's a process, it's a but we can absolutely get there. Also, this is a little bit of a caveat too. We have won gold medal in the para divisions as well. Yes. So this is non para divisions that we're talking about. But uh, yeah, everything's going in the right direction we for crushed para division first and second. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we we are. I don't know if this is a good analogy, but we are the Japan of <laughs> the para division. Yeah. So. Go Canada. So there we go. So we're going to break down the full results from the K1 Series A in Shanghai. That happened there last week. Categories. Uh, You're going categories. (laughs) I'm going names. That's all right. I know most of these names. I got this. I got this. So these are the gold medal winners from Series A in Shanghai last weekend. Go for it. Female Canada. Sandra Sanchez from Spain winning the gold medal. Uh, Looks like maybe Shimizu was not there because she didn't place in the top 10. uh, She's just coming from Japan. Uh, yeah, yep. so there you go. So congratulations to uh, Sandra Sanchez. Female community minus 50. Gold medal from Turkey is Gulsan Demichurk. Female Kumite minus 55. Is Angelika Terlugia from Ukraine. And I think that's probably her second K1 tournament that she's won in a row. Drum roll. Female community minus 61. From Canada. Haya Juma. Yay. Congratulations, Haya Juma, for being the first non-para athlete in Team Canada to win a gold medal in international competition. Great job. Female Kumite, minus 68. Li Gong from the Republic, uh, the People's Republic of China. You know, Gong Li is a really famous Chinese actress. And a Chinese really? actress? Yeah, if you read it the other way, Gong Li. Oh, yeah? Super famous Chinese actress. this is actress. Li Gong. I'm Li Gong, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, female Kumite, 68+. plus. Elini Chatzulado from Greece. Yeah. You know, Chatzulado Elini is a very popular singer from uh, France. Really? No, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Completely made that up. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep going. Uh, female team Kata. Spain. Spain. Spain, the Spanish team winning. Look, Ronin Australia was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are the, ma- the masterless. <laughs> <laughs> Ronin Australia. Too. All right. Male Kata. 
The male cut the winner, the Spanish dream, Damien Quintero from Spain, winning the gold medal. So Spain sweeping the uh, the gold medal cut the division. So congratulations, Japan Damien took Quintero. like of the top nine, 11 spots, <laughs> almost all of them. But again, no. First place. Well, yeah. Well, the Japan National Championships was on. So. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Uh, so. Male committee, minus 60. Is Miad Yariyozua from the Islamic Republic of Iran. Minus 67. Ali Ismail from Egypt. Minus 75. The Ukrainian master, Stanislav Haruna, who's just been blowing through the minus 75 the division. The haircut. Minus 84. Is Zabila Purshab from the Islamic Republic of Iran. And 84 plus. The big man, Jonathan Horn from Germany, winning gold medal. Congratulations, Jonathan Horn. Brian Err from the United States got third there. Awesome. And male team Kata. Well, this, I don't know if I've ever said this one before. Yes. Team Kuwait. Wow. Winning boom, gold medal boom, in boom. male team Kata. Congratulations, team now, Kuwait. Do you notice the second name on that list? Of uh, male team Kata? Of male team Kata. I did not notice it, but the, the second one is, is ooh, University Yamanashi Gakuin. Did that's I say that right. right? Yamanashi yeah. Gakuin, whose head coach is. Katada Sensei. Oh, really? Who uh, was here for 10 days in the summer. Damn, okay. So, wow. So, they took second place okay. because the big team wasn't there. So, so we, we could we could say that that was pretty much like, I mean, obviously, that's his team. was Yeah, that's his team. Yeah, he wasn't he, competing. He physically but, wasn't there. But, but he, th that's his team. That's he, his team. So, wow. he sent me right after. He's like, my team just won second in Shanghai, and then one of their students, I think, won a Kumite medal at the Japan Nationals. Awesome. That's great. And Speaking by the way, go ahead. Uh, Kokushin University, Kokushin University, there's two of them here. Yep. Kokushikan, uh, it's a very famous karate university as well in Tokyo. And they got yep. third, I think, in that third one. Third as well. Yep. So. Good stuff. So there you go. So that's the results from the K1 in Shanghai. We also have, speaking of, the JKF uh, National Championships as well, Japan right? National Championships. So from the Japan, this is the 46 Japan Cup Karate Do Championships. We got the results from those. There's not much of them because there's only... Uh, they don't four, do weight divisions. They don't do weight divisions. So let's see what we got. This time I'm doing the divisions. You're doing the names. I'm happy to do that because I got lots of news. Perfect. So male individual Kumite. And again, this is at the Japan Cup. Uh, male individual Kumite. We'll start with. His name is Hideyoshi Kagawa. Mm. You notice there's no Araga on the list. No Araga on the list. Was he there? And I, I don't know if he was there, but what's really interesting is Kagawa hasn't been in the top eight mm. for four or five years. Wow, okay. And he won it. And he kicked first place in 84 plus at the Tokyo K1 two months earlier. So he's coming on. He's on fire. He has won uh, first place in the... He's won the Asian Championships first place uh, before. But he kind of f uh, peters out for a while and then he comes back. Okay. So he has... Um, I think he's ranked 45th. He's making a big comeback. Yo, this is a big deal. Awesome. By the way, he's crazy tall. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's like 6'4", or 6'6", or something Damn, like that. he's got he that has. reach. So now, next one. The next one, female kumite. Ayumi Uikusa. Uikusa, who is, we know is pretty this is high like up in the fourth WK. or fifth year in a row that she's won it. Yeah, she's pretty dominant in that division. Yep. Uh, Want to read the next one? And on the WKF level, too. Exactly. She's, she's also quite dominant. All right, let's go. And this 
here we go. Let's do it. Male individual kata. Is that male individual or individual? In individual. <laughs> individual. Does that mean he's got some it's visual uh, issues? Individual. They both Ryo Kiyuna. Ryo Kiyuna, of course, winning gold medal in the Japan Cup. I mean, and what can you say about I Ryo? think it's the seventh time he's won it. Yeah, I mean, he's just a dominant force yes. in, in kata. WK, number one ranked WKF, world champion, now Japan champion. I yes. Mean, what else does this guy have to prove? It's on a rip. On a rip, and, and I'm sure he'll be one of the names at the Tokyo Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, female kata. Kiyo Shimizu. Another Japanese kata athlete who is Again, just running through the competition. Four or fifth time she's won it. Uh, and last two. Uh, male team kumite. Kanagawa Prefecture, right okay. below Tokyo. And then the female team kumite. Chiba Prefecture to the east of Tokyo. So these prefectures are basically just like... Uh, States. Oh, oh, yeah. Provinces. Um, yeah. Okay, perfect. There are 47 of them, and then Tokyo is the capital. Okay. Um, so to- no is Tokyo a prefecture? No, it's, it's no. just the capital. Tokyo. So Tokyo oh. capital, and then the prefectures. It's kind of like in the States, how there's like Washington, D.C. Sure, and, and Washington the State. States, yeah. yeah. So... Um, no, as you can see, no team kata. They just don't do team kata. They just don't do team kata. And by the yeah. way, all the team fights are on Saturday at the Tokyo Budokan, which is where they had the Tokyo K1 this year. Okay. And then all the individual finals are, it's I think it's a 32-person division for each of the f- only four categories. Okay. I think it's, th- it's 32 or 64. Um, and you're seated. So if you won last year at the top, if you took second, you're at the bottom. So it's in blocks. Okay. And they just go, whoosh, just rush you all the way through. Cool. Um, and that they do at the Tokyo Budokan. There you go. And that's it. That's, that's the it. results from the Japan Cup. Exactly. No weight divisions. We just got the name. So there we go. A couple of the key tournaments that uh, were happening in the last couple of weeks that we've now wrapped up and, and got uh, the results from. So there we go. Big things coming and big things coming again in 2019 as we gear up for the uh Tokyo 2020 Olympic qualifications. So there we go. All right, let's go on to a little bit of technical tactical because I know you got something to say about this. Um, Talking to someone today who isn't the biggest fan of sparring in the dojo or point sparring or feels that that's their most uncomfortable thing to do. So this is a member. This is a, yeah, and um, not, I've had this conversation not just with our members, but had it with someone who's a member of a different club uh, just today, actually. Okay. And uh, what I was talking about is, you know, you play to your strengths. Sure. So you have to, if you're not the fastest, snappiest, highest kicking person in the club, um, what in your whatever club you're in, what can you do in the club that you first, you can enjoy doing some sparring training with other people. Um, you're going to be better at your black belt test when you're sparring. Sure. Or if you do want to compete, how can you play to your strengths? So looking at Hideyoshi Kagawa, win the Asian championships in 2015. I found a great... Uh, 2017, I think it says. Uh, yeah, he's actually won the 2015 one. This is where the video is. He's won it all. He's won it all. Um, in 2015, I found... I watched a bunch of his videos, and I found this great move, uh, which I think you guys will like. So this... And I, I we'll post this uh, this video as well when we post the podcast. This is a minute... It's only a two, three-minute video, but this is at a minute shiny. 30. Right at a minute 30. Is it shiny there? Uh, right there is good. I think you're good right there. There? Okay. Yeah. So, let's watch it first. That was so it. So, he's in Hizaka? Hizaka. So, let's watch that one again. So, we're looking at his, his Gakazuki, yes? Oh, uh, it is Kazamazuki. Just a second. Damn. Is this Kazami? 
Block down. Block that him. one. Damn. Okay, just a sec. That, see how he slipped back? Nice pause there, which must have <laughs> <was> perfect. <laughs> so, as the other person attacked, he slipped back. So, his front knee was really bent. Yes. Use his lead hand. And this is great. This is great. You can see, he, so he blocks the, the Aos Gakazuki. He blocks it, pushes it down, and you can see it's not scoring. That's not a scoring technique. And then he follows up with his own Gakazuki. Yeah. Right and over top. And then from here... He's right over top. Right over top and scores a nice snappy. And so he, this is, uh, what, do you know what weight division he would be in? 84. He's 84, yeah. It looks like a big So let's, let's just move it a little bit slower. So what I liked about this is you don't have to be the most talented person in the club. Mm. You have to play to your strength. His knee is bent, push back, and there's a the counter. <laughs> when we slow it down, it looks good. Maybe they slow it down after. No, I slow it down here, but... Um, one, boom, two. Boom. <laughs> Good. One nice. more time. Oops. I, mean, I want to catch it right at the punch. Just a sec. Boom. There. There. Nice. So what's great about this is you don't have to be able to kick straight to the head. You don't have to have amazing skill. Obviously, through the match, he saw what was coming. But it's ability to just slip back, let the mm. other person's energy dissipate. Yes. And then counter, especially since so many people don't throw past the second technique. Yeah, for sure. They're just shooting for that one technique to score. Exactly. Yeah. You know, this is a really big guy. He's pretty flexible. I've seen him throw a few high kicks, but I didn't see him land anything. He's got a really good medium, like a middle kick. But just that idea of like, go ahead and throw whatever you want. I'm going to slip back and I'm going to come back at mm. you and just push off the legs. Great for in the dojo. Yeah. You know, great for your Dan test. And if you're sparring, great when you're sparring. Especially when someone, it looks like this might have almost been an open where he's, because this is a couple of years ago when the opens were so popular. Um, the other person's a lot faster and more nimble and stuff sure. like that. Sure. I mean, this is something you can do. I mean, even if you don't like sparring, don't like Kumite, you could do something like this in a non-Kumite style. That's a drill. It's a drill. That's yeah. a drill but over and over did, again. And it doesn't even have to be a Gakazuki or it doesn't have to be a punch ending. No. You'd be swiping at somebody and just trying to pull back exactly. and come back in. It's all applicable skills to Kumite um, that can be applied in many different ways. Otoshiuke. And that's what that's called? Otoshiuke. Otoshiuke. That's where he's... Okay. And if, when you notice his hand came down, he curled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so by curling it, it adds more rebound effect. Right, so he curled right? it towards so him. So he curled yeah, it yeah. towards him. Um, uh, he is in the JKS, Japan Shotokan um, group, which is a breakaway group from the JKA from like 2000. Okay. Uh, which the head coach of Japan, his name is Kagawa. I don't know if they're related. But um, anyway, that would be great. If you want to train, you want to do something in the club, Here's a, we can obviously teach this drill. Sure, but I wanted sure, people sure. to see that even at the highest level, it's just about the timing. Yeah. You know, and the pushback and the catch. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's all about yeah. timing. And it's not a comp it's not complicated. No, <laughs> exactly. Any level can, can do, for exactly. sure. And like exactly. you said, it applies to going for your belt test or kumite or whatever. You know, if I'm... When I'm fat and old and I'm in the dojo, I'm just going to be doing stuff like that all the time. So when you're fat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There you Thank go. Thank you that's for the dig. <laughs> <laughs> Take it when I can get it. Uh, all right. So that's your technical tactical of the week. There we go. That's good. Uh, that's all we have. Yes. Yes, sir. Good. All right. We're moving on to our newest segment. The karate quiz. If you don't know, won't quite know what the karate quiz is quite yet, I'll explain. Richard Mosdell is 
in my opinion, one of the most knowledgeable people in the world of karate, and most one of the people I know. Any questions I have, I would go to him. He seems like he knows it all. But Do does he? <laughs> but does he? No, I think we're going to get you on this one. Yo, so, you're get me. the karate quiz is based around testing uh, Richard Mosdell's knowledge and also helping us understand a little bit more about karate and, and knowing it a little bit. So, last couple of weeks, we've asked you some questions. You've nailed them. You've got them out in the park. You've even gone above and beyond in the <laughs> answers. But this one, we got you. I you feel got like we got day. you this one. All right. We're going back in your knowledge. So, this is not the question, but I'm just queuing you up here. When was the first. Karate World Championships. 1970. 1970. Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo. That is correct. Was the first World Championships. Hide this here. All right. The gold medal winner. I'm not asking. Well, uh, this isn't the question, but do you know who the gold medal winner was? No. Okay. No, the I'm gold medal winner was Koji Wada from Japan. He was the very first gold medal winner in the WKF uh, World Championships. That was 1970. Yeah. Okay. The silver... So, no Canadian athlete has ever won a gold medal in international competition. However, the first WKF championships, a Canadian athlete won silver silver in the 1970 World Championships. Who is that athlete? I mean, I'm going to say the name. I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to say Mark Harmon, but I think he's too young then. It is not Mark Harmon. No, I don't know. I don't know. Because I wasn't around with those guys then. Well, you were around, but... You were you were no, wait, wait. I wasn't alive then. <laughs> yeah, you were. In no, you were. No, you I'm weren't. not that old. Uh, no, you're not. No. This is a little unfair, but that's okay. Okay. I figured it's it's Canadian go, history. Go ahead, because the thing is, like uh no, tell say the name. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. So the silver medal winner in the nineteen seventy world championships was John Carneo. You John. heard that name? See the thing is, with me, we are my first club was out was it like they didn't want to be part of course of, of the group. So yeah. there's a whole like seventies, eighties, nineties generations of people that I don't know. Okay. I only met them after. So maybe not a fair question. But that's no. the question and you failed. So we got gotcha. you. Oh, that's all <laughs> me. I gotta go I gotta be like a baseball statistician. That's right. That's right. All right. But that is really cool because he got a silver and it's probably like there was a f- like if you think like the like modern era, especially when it went to three points. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then more um manuel monzon mm. had won medals i think when he came up from was he from venezuela or from argentina okay and then uh so a few people have done it fleet poi what's his name of uh, he's i think he's now helping coach um he has won a silver i think too but no Canadian has ever won a gold until I think Haya. Yeah, I think yeah, that, yeah. that's right. Yeah, Haya was the first one. So mm-hmm. there we go. Anyways, I was trying to bring that back around a little full circle with the uh, with the medals and, and the world championships and all that kind of stuff. So that's all right. There we go. We'll, if you guys have any questions uh, that you think that we can ask Richard that you want to know, we, we will Here's get Here's a karate on. quiz for you. For me, bring it. Is Ishin Root a part of the WKF? <laughs> so I, I know what I want to say, but I feel like this is a trick question. Because we already talked about this today. We did. It's So it's not. No. It's not involved. No. And uh, the katas are not included. The katas are, but it's not even, is it recognized? Well, that's the, the thing. They don't recognize styles. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. They don't say like this style is recognized. You could be in the, you could be an issue room person and your club could join whatever country you're in and they could allow you in. Sure. Okay. You could compete. Uh, and maybe if, some countries are really strict where you have to do the coaching course even to open the club. Mm. But uh, they don't recognize Ishin Rukata. 
you know, I mean, you could get up there and if you, if you like had a Basai diversion in Ishinru and you started doing it, they might not judge it. Like they might look at it and you might get a lower score. But yeah. Cause they just won't basically know. It's, it's history hasn't been part of it. The reason we brought it up, someone just brought up the idea of Ishinru. Today. Yeah. We were talking about Ishinru yeah. before, but there you go. That's interesting. See, it wouldn't be... Uh, the karate... I haven't been in karate nowhere near as long as you have, and I haven't been as in-delved in it. So it's a little bit unfair to ask me the quiz <laughs> question. I'm too young. <laughs> I'm too young. I just know head kicks and sweeps, I, my um, friend. Um, I'm the. I'm a millennial, I believe. <laughs> I believe I am a millennial in terms of the, the cutoffs are. I don't even know. But if Steve's a millennial, then I'm for sure a millennial. Oh, so. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Those darn you know, in Japan, you're considered young until you're 65. Okay. Like you could complain like, oh, my knees are sore. You're under 65. You're young. So you're, you're either young or senior. 60, yeah. <laughs> At 60, they do this like uh, big ceremony like, you know, oh, you turn 60, good for you. Sure, sure. Actually, when I was working in Japan, when I turned 40, they're like, oh, you don't have to do all the extra stuff anymore. You're 40. Just do the management stuff. I'm like, oh, all this like free time. So like, yeah, I was like, yeah. this is great. Um, getting older. Getting old. Getting older. Next year. You know what, you know what happens in 2019 for me? You know what happens? You already turned 30, didn't you? No. You turned 30? In 2019, Ooh. I turned 30. In three months, I turned 30. I remember that. Scary. Wow. Scary. What's the date? March 24th. March 24th. Yeah. So if you're planning any big surprises for me, everybody, it's uh, March 24th. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know. I never, you know, what's interesting is. From the time I was 18 to the time I was 30, I never told anybody my age. Yeah, yeah. Ever. But Yeah, but you also had a little bit of a reason to because you were teaching uh, karate to people who were quite a bit older than yes. you sometimes. So you didn't want them to look down on you like, oh, what's this youngster thing? Yes, type or yeah, exactly. Thing. So, so you kind of had a reason to. Um, maybe I'll just stop telling people how old I am. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm thinking about going back to it. But when you were young, though, and it's like, you're 30, man, you're old. And now it's like, well, I'm, I'm old, I guess. That's <laughs> ah, just a number. Crazy though. young. Yeah, yeah age crazy is just young. You know what's funny? When I was in Japan, I went 32 for my like my big 10-year stint there. And um, every year, April, the new kids come in the school, right? Mm. These 15-year-olds. And I go, how old do you think I am? And they're like, I don't know, 26, 28. Because they can't tell. And you're like, yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. And a couple years later, so every year, I was always 28. It was funny. It was they like, didn't figure it out. Yeah, it was 28, 28. Every year I'm like, wow, I'm doing great. You know? And then my daughter came along and she was born. And then suddenly I went the, that year, like, how old do you think I am? Like, like 50, like 39. I'm like, Oh my God, I aged like we're having a baby. Right. And then James came and then, and then it kind of equalized. And then I was like, I was only like two years over it what they thought. Yeah. But it was funny, like 28, 28, 28, 38. I'm like, holy crap. So the moral of the story is if you want to stay young, don't have kids. <laughs> Not for your appearance. <laughs> yeah. For your, for your mental outlook yeah. on life, sure. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. This is, uh, it's been fun. It's been a good one, Richard Mazda. It's been a good one. You too, my friend. All right. 101. 101 and going strong. All right. So, uh, oh, we got some upcoming things to talk about, upcoming tournaments. 2018 has come to a wrap in terms of all the competitions. Boom. We'll be taking a break. Uh, so next week we're back and then we're taking a break till the end of the year. But coming up in uh, 2019, lots of events happening. The first one happening January well, in the WKF calendar, happening January 25th to the 27th. That's a premier league in France happening right away There's in There's a youth league run right now, isn't there? Uh, youth league in, in did I miss Italy. one? You're right. There is an Italy uh, youth league going on right now. 
tomorrow, actually. It starts mm-hmm. this weekend. So there you go. So we'll actually talk about that a little bit. So I was wrong. But on the senior level. You know level, what's crazy? Some parents are asking me about the youth league. Oh, yeah, really? Are we going to go to a youth league event? Oh, my God. Holy cow. Wow. Where it's a slow down. Slow down. Slow down, <laughs> slow down man. I'm more than happy to think about it, but... Um, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. I'd rather go to Japan first. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. take a group. Great. All right. There we go, guys. That pretty much wraps up this episode of the Karate 360 podcast. We will uh, be back next week for more of the greatest karate news that we can bring you. Mm-hmm. And again, if you guys have anything that you want us to include, if you want a question for the karate quiz, if you just have questions in general you want us to answer, shoot us an email at karate360podcast.com. Uh, you can also catch us on Facebook, Karate 360 Podcast, and all the other social media stuff as well, Karate 360 Absolutely. Podcast. Find us, talk to us, and uh, join our conversation. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Let's wrap this up. I'm Kalen Anglos. Mr. Mazo. We'll talk to you guys next week. San Rokumaru.